Justin, will you wanna you wanna take this first one away? <laughs> so, the NFC East, uh, mark the NFC least. I'm just joking. I don't want to offend any fan base. No, it's been the NFC least for about ten years now. Uh, so, like, based off just reading some uh, NFL memes and just stuff of that nature, historically, in this century, a different team's won the NFC East every year. So. I'm going to go with that trend. I'm going to go with the Eagles this year. Uh, I like what they did in the offseason. Obviously, A.J. Brown was probably their biggest pickup overall. You know, pairing him with Devontae Smith and, like, Dallas Goddard to tight end. That's a solid That's a solid offense you got there. And then, you know, defensively, Jordan Davis in the draft. Uh, you know, still have Fletcher Cox besides him. Uh, they were good defensively last year. I think they'll be solid this year again. Uh, it's a solid roster. Um, do I think it's going to win the Super Bowl? No, but I think it could be. A, it's a playoff team, and you know, it, it's all going to. Jalen Hurts, like we said with Tua, Jalen Hurts is going to have to have a good year. I'm not. I'm not saying he has to win MVP and make the Pro Bowl, but he has to have a better year, especially passing wise. Like we know, he's a very good runner. He can run, dual threat. You know, potential. But the throwing, it, it has to be better. Like, it, it really does. It's just there's really no way around it. I, I know he, he can throw. Like, that's not – it's just consistently. Like, it, it has to be consistent. And if the, if he can get – if he can right that ship, the Eagles, you know, the sky's the limit for how far they can go. Honestly, I do believe that. But if he's like last year, it's too up and down, too much up and down, There, it's going to be a struggle, you know, to get very far in the playoffs should they make it. Uh, Overall, they're they're a playoff team. I don't see them making much damage in the playoffs, though. But that's just me, though. But the Cowboys, to me, I think only one team's gonna make it out of this division. Uh, unfortunately, I think the Cowboys aren't gonna make it this year. They really didn't do much either. Like, uh, especially they traded away their number two, number one receiver in Mari Cooper, and to me, they just got a lot worse, honestly. And um, another year of Ezekiel Elliott. He's older. Doesn't look as uh sharp as he once did his rookie year that, that that was like eons ago if you're asking me look at his yards per uh, per game uh, Zeke Elliott they've gone down every year since his rookie year so he's not he's not on the upswing and I understand he was hurt last year you can make all the excuses you want but he's still in decline like you cannot tell me that otherwise so listen it's it's Tony Pollard time like feed the guy like I understand you signed Zeke to a ridiculously large contract but play Tony Pollard that's all I'm saying I guess I'm done asking much but I mean you know Dak Prescott under setter he's a solid quarterback he's like in that 13 to 15 tier as far as top quarterbacks go uh defensively you know this they have Mike, Micah Parsons still so you know I think he'll have another good year probably pushing for defensive player of the year this year if you ask me and uh, listen, the Cowboys—they're gonna be like I think they're gonna win nine or eight games this year. Uh, they're gonna be pretty like mediocre, I think. Honestly, I just don't think I just don't think they 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 compete with the Tampa Bay's and the, and the Green Bay's and the L.A. Rams. I just don't think they're there. They're like on that tier with the, the Cardinals and uh, you know, for, not Forty ers but Cardinals, Vikings. Like they're on that tier. They're like mediocre-ish. So I. It just, I think it's a down year for the Cowboys. Like, and if you looked at the Cowboys, they've had a good year, and they followed up with a, a down year. I, I think this year is one of those years. As far as third and fourth goes, um, I've ha- I have tr- I had trouble this with this one. I wanted to go with Washington in third, but I just don't know. Like, they're just 
Chase Young's not going to start on time, be, be ready on time for the season to start. He's going to miss at least the first four games, I think, and who knows, it might even be more. And, of course, the Wentz had a horrendous end to his year last year. So there's a lot of question marks there as far as I'm concerned. You know, I know they signed Terry McLaurin to an extension. Uh, I think they drafted a receiver as well from North Carolina. I forget his name. But, you know, they, you know, they have some weapons on offense. It's not like bare, uh, bare bones, but – Defensively, they took a huge step back, considering back in 2020 they were one of the best defenses in all football. So to me, they're just like there. They're kind of like also in that mediocre like threshold, the commanders. And they, they, they just might be a tad bit worse than the Cowboys. And so I don't know. I, I guess I'll have them at third. But it wouldn't be surprised if they were in last place. And then, you know, I have the Giants too. Um, the Giants, I, I actually like their, their first couple picks in the draft. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, I think he, he can be an anchor on defense there for the next 10 years. Same with Evan Neal on the offensive line. I think Evan Neal is a really good pickup. I mean, I thought he was going to be the number one overall pick this year, honestly. So, listen, I mean, they, they shored up their offensive line. It should be a lot better this year, the Giants. And they shouldn't be a total train wreck. And I think that's all going to depend on Daniel Jones' production. You know, Daniel Jones can't be wetting the bed every week. And, uh, you know, if, he, if as long as he's just average, I think the Giants will be a lot better this year. And they might push for that uh, third-best team in the division, you know. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm going to go Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, and Giants right now with the Giants and Commanders subject to change. Yeah, so we slightly differ. Uh, I'll just go through my list. But I couldn't agree with your takes anymore. Um this podcast, there's a lot of agreeing on, the, especially for the NFL this season. I feel like a lot of the stuff's like clear cut this year. There hasn't been, I don't think there's going to be a lot of parity this year. Um, but, anyways, I have the Eagles as well in that number one spot. Getting AJ Brown, that's a great pickup. And then you have Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard back. Think about how much like just having that second wide receiver helps. Like, Christian Kirk breaking out when they get DeAndre Hopkins or Juju Smith-Schuster breaking out as his, with Antonio Brown. It, just getting that extra wide receiver to you know, maybe get doubled or just taking the attention off the other wide receiver, that really helps, uh, especially with how quick some of these wide receivers are. Uh, Tyree Kill is another perfect example of like a wide receiver that you need to put two guys on just because of the speed and just the skill. But, yeah, like you said, this is Jalen Hurts' year to really prove himself. Um, he does need to get better, but I think he comes from – I, I definitely think he comes from a place where – like with Alabama where, you know, you need the win, and I think he's going to be one of those Alabama quarterbacks that ends up being good in the league. Um, I don't know he, – he's not like a top-tier quarterback, but I think he'll be good enough to lead this team to win this division. My second-place team is the Cowboys. I still think the Cowboys can hover around, you know, a playoff spot. But it's just getting rid of Amari Cooper hurts. And then another one that is an underrated departure is um, Cedric Wilson as well. Still had over 600 yards receiving last year. And then you lose Amari Cooper too. You're losing almost you're losing almost 2,000 yards of just offense right there. And that, that kills you. And Ezekiel Elliott... He's going to need to have one of those years. Justin mentioned how he regressed, um, especially with, and it didn't help that Pollard had more carries. But I think that he really needs to step up this year, and I think he will. I think he'll be, him and Pollard will be good enough to 
to be behind a really solid offensive line. And, uh, yeah, I still think the Cowboys could be – can still have a winning record, but – like I said, it just depends on a lot of things. Depends on their schedule. Depends on injuries. As long as they could stay healthy, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott haven't been 100% healthy. But when 100%, I still think this team can compete for sure. And then for third, this is where we differ. I have the Giants third. I think that they're going to be improved this year. And I think um, it's not going to be a big jump, but it's going to like I think that they're going to surprise some people because now Saquon Barkley is going to be fully healthy. Uh, Daniel Jones is going to be healthy. This is a make-or-break year for Daniel Jones. I never thought Daniel Jones was a bad NFL quarterback. He very, in- However, he was inconsistent, did throw a lot of interceptions, but he's skilled enough to be in this league. He could run. He could pass. Um, I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. I don't think he's a bad quarterback, and I think with Kenny Galladay, if he has Kenny Galladay and another one we saw, Tony from Florida, who was a rookie not too long ago, and Kadarius Tony, I think with uh, with those two wide receivers, the real issue with them is their health. And if they can stay healthy, they're not going to be an awful team, but I still think that they're not a playoff team. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, and then another thing, too, is you know, Thibodeau is going to miss the first little part of the season. But, you know, in a couple of years from now, I think Thibodeau and Dexter Lawrence will be a really solid, you know, defensive line for years to come. And then I also I also do like the pickup of getting uh, Bellinger for San Diego State, the tight end. Uh, I honestly think he might be the best tight end of the draft last year. Uh, there was It was a tight end heavy draft last year. It wasn't just wide receivers. Just overall, it was a great year for tight ends for the draft. And getting Bellinger, I think, was one of the better ones out of the bunch. Uh, but, yeah. And then that leads me to um, the last team, which is the Commanders. And um, you could flip-flop them in the Giants, honestly. But I think with Chase Young being out early, that hurts. Uh, Commanders, I mean, they're, they're not a bad – I honestly – they're – their skill players are pretty good. You have Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, and then um, Jahan Dotson, who they just drafted in the first round from Penn State. He was one of those players that as soon as so he was good when KJ Hamler was there. KJ Hamler then, you know, goes to the draft, goes to the Broncos. He's progressed every single season. Has got better and better and better year by year. So yeah, he's really stepped it up from Penn State. Uh, I think he's going to end up being a good wide receiver in the league. I think uh, Dotson and McLaurin are going to going to be a good duo, um, especially you now when McLaurin just signed the extension. Um, so yeah, I I think the Commanders. I, I like Carson Wentz personally. I think um, he got a bad rap after how the season ended last year, but it still was a very tough end of the season, like a like a very tough end of the season. But yeah. I, what, other than the last half of the year, Wentz had a solid season. I still think, I still think they could be better than the Giants. But for now, I think just because of how high the stakes are in New York right now, it's make or break, and I'm I'm putting my money on them to to make maybe a little bit. But yeah, this leads to um, NFC North, and um, for me, as long as Aaron Rodgers is putting on a Green Bay uniform and he's fully healthy, they're gonna be the first place team. Uh, their wide receiving core. It's you lose Devontae Adams, but you still have Lazard, you still have Watkins, you still have Cobb, you still have Tanyan, who should be back for the whole year this year, which will be really good for them. Yeah, give me the Packers one. I know it's a cliche pick, but the Packers are just the Packers. You know, and then the Vikings, 
Vikings are consistently a good team. Harrison Smith and Eric Hendricks comes back on the defense for the 30th straight season. Um, and then on offense, not th- actually 30, but, you know, they have a they have a reputation for, you know, keeping players for a very long time, which actually tells you a lot about the organization. Uh, but anyways, I do want to keep talking about the Vikings. And I think that, you know, Justin Jefferson and Thiel- Adam Thieland, that's a really good duo. I think that they they very easily can make the playoffs this year, especially Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins um, got a bad rap early in his career just because of the fact that he couldn't beat teams over 500. But I think now this is the year, especially with the Lions and Bears not being great teams. This is I think they're going to be a playoff team this year, uh, or at least have a shot at the playoffs. I know the Rams division is pretty tough, so I guess we'll see. Uh, this leads to the Lions. I actually have the Lions ahead of the Bears. Uh, Amon St. Brown, DJ Shark was a you pick up G, DJ Shark. Still have Hawkinson, still have DeAndre Swift, Jared Goff. I really, he's another one. He had a down season. Uh, he wasn't amazing last year, but he wasn't really working with much. There's only room to improve, and I, I think they're going to be third just because they at least have some good skill position players. Uh, they're still really young, though. There's still no chance of making the playoffs, but they'll at least be improved. And then lastly, I have the Chicago Bears. Losing Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack in the same offseason is just enough for me to put them below, to put them below the Lions because the Lions at least did something. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, Justin Fields maybe, uh, I think he could, he could be a good quarterback one day, but, you know, he still has to prove it, and uh, I think he has the skills to be good. But right now, with what he's working with, I don't, I don't see the Bears going anywhere. You're not kidding, bro. Uh, listen, the Packers uh, to me they're the best team, have the best quarterback. I really don't feel like I need to go into great detail about that because you just did. The Vikings to me are always hit or miss. Like they can be a playoff team one year, and then they kind of disappoint the year after. So I think new coach. Uh, maybe they can make the playoffs but as a wild card, but I honestly don't have them getting far. I know Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, you know, Dalvin Cook, we mentioned it. They're three best offensive weapons. They're, they're you know, obviously the best at what they do. I get it. Kirk Cousins is also a, pr- a pretty good statistical quarterback. It's just like not that he can't win the big game, but it's just his his record's always been mediocre, like eight and eight, nine and seven, or ten and seven, eight and nine in, in this case, and that was seventeen games. But it's just he's just on that Dak Prescott tier for me, where he's not gonna two minute drive. I don't trust him to to make the game winning uh, play. I really don't. So defensively, they might be a little bit better. I didn't really check out their uh, off season moves on defense, but. Look, their offense is always going to keep them in games when you have a better like Justin Jefferson. So they're going to be competitive. They're not going to be awful. They're like hardly ever awful, the Vikings. So I have them as number two. Uh, the Lions, I think, last year, people got con- kind of misconstrued their record. Uh, they're still on a great team. But a lot of their games came in close contests, one-score games. A play here and there didn't go their way. And that's pretty much how they lost a lot of their games last year. So I think this year, you know, they'll sort of right that ship a little bit. I think they'll be a little bit better than people think, like like the Jaguars. I think they're those are the two most te- those those are the two teams right now. I think 
they're on track to be most improved is the Jaguars and Lions, I think, honestly, if you ask me. And then the Bears, to me, they've gotten worse than compared to last year, which is pretty hard to do because they weren't great last year either. And I just think how they're handling Justin Fields, they they might actually have the worst wide receiver room in all of football. Like, I'm not even joking when I say that. I mean, outside of Darnell Mooney, I really can't tell you a single wide receiver they have. I just think it's football malpractice what Justin Fields has had to go through. Heck, even going back to Mitch Trubisky, uh, he wasn't put in the best situation to succeed, in my opinion. So I think Justin Fields, uh, he's not being put in the best position to succeed as well. So I think they, they're they a prime team to be one of the worst teams in all football this year. And that's quite unfortunate because I'm a big Justin Fields guy. But I just don't, I just don't see them... First of all, they're not better than the the Packers and Vikings. Honestly, they're, they're probably not even better than the Lions. Like I, I just don't see them really hanging with a lot of teams this year. I, I just really don't. And they, honestly, they might be the worst team in football this year. The Bears. Like I'm not even kidding when I say that. So I mean, I just really have nothing else to say about them. I just think they're that bad. I can't disagree with the whole division, really. Um, and that leads to the NFC South, which I. I think uh, there's a consensus on who one is, but I'll let you take it away. Yeah, so I have Tampa Bay one. Uh, I really, I'm not going to really go into detail about that one. They have Tom Brady, um, pretty much end of story. Uh, number two, uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. They were a solid team last year. James Winston was playing pretty good football last year until he uh, tore his ACL. And, you know, their whole quarterback carousel, that pretty much derailed their season they almost made the playoffs still which is pretty impressive if you ask me though and uh, you know they they missed Alvin Kamara last year he's probably gonna miss the first few games I'm not sure how that's gonna pan out you know for uh you know things he did the, did at the Pro Bowl you can look look that up if you want to but it last time I checked he's like you might know, get suspended for the first six, six games first six games which would suck honestly but it is what it is, though. But, you know, they have a solid roster. They got Chris Olave in the draft. You know, hopefully Michael Thomas comes back healthy. And, you know, if you if you have those guys back, the Saints' defense is still pretty good. And, you know, Jameis Winston, if he can return to form from what he was the first few games of last year, I definitely see them being a playoff team. Like, they're, they're just a solid team, all-around team. The Saints have always been – had talent on both sides of the ball. So I, I don't expect that to change this year either. As far as third place goes, I have the Panthers. Uh, they have talent, but it's kind of it's kind of scarce. It's kind of top heavy. Offensively, it's just you know, I think with Baker Mayfield, uh, there's gonna, there's obviously an upgrade to Sam Darnold. Uh, there there is it's I don't, now how much will it impact their team overall? I'm not sure, but it's just if Christian McCaffrey plays, like Christian McCaffrey has to stay healthy. Like this is the third year in a row we're saying this. It's 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 becoming repetitive at this point, and you know it's it, it seems like when he's out, the offense just completely falls apart like that. That's how it was last year. Like Sam Darnold got off to a three and zero start. He looks pretty good, competent as a quarterback. And then up oh, once Christian McCaffrey's down, Sam Darnold looks like absolute trash. Like it's they have to figure that out. And you know defensively, I like some of their players: J.C. Horn, uh, Brian Burns. Jeremy Chin, just to name a few. It's a it's it's a promising defense, but I just don't see them being a playoff team this year. I mean, maybe they'll be like a five hundred, you know, eight and nine, nine and eight, maybe if everything breaks well for them. But I just 
they're not better than the the Buccaneers, and I don't even think they're better than the Saints, honestly. So I just kind of where they're at right now. Um, Coach is kind of on the hot seat, so I think this is really his last year. If they don't make significant progress as far as like player development and record-wise, I think Matt rules out, honestly. So that, that's where they're at right now. Then my last place team is the Falcons. Uh, they're pretty much starting from scratch. They're rebuilding, so they're not going to be very good either. And then, you know, your number one receiver is out for the entire year. Uh, it's good luck. Uh, I know they, they – so I, I will say this about Atlanta positively. Uh, Desmond Ritter's looked pretty solid in the preseason, so he might start this year depending on how bad Mariota stinks up the joint. We'll see. I mean, Mariota, you know, he's a solid – I think he's a solid backup, but as a starter, I'm just not sure. We saw him in Tennessee. He wasn't really all that. He had one good year, I think. But he's pretty mediocre, disappointing if you ask me. But listen, Desmond Ritter – uh, you know, he might be their starter eventually. I do like their uh their number one rec- their other receiver, Drake London, I think will be pretty solid. And, you know, Kyle Pitts, uh he's I think he's already top five, top ten tight end. So, you know, that that is one thing to look forward to. You have uh, Kyle Pitts, so he'll probably be their team receiver and uh, re- uh team leader in receiving yards. Wouldn't surprise me there. But I mean that's about it, man. You know, we've got the Bucks, you know, at one, Saints at two. Uh, Panthers at three, stick with them. The Falcons, uh, you know, starting a rebuild uh, at four. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with this division, and I'm going to keep it short and sweet for the Bucks. They have Tom Brady. They'll be one. Uh, they also picked up Julio Jones, and I do want to stay on them for just one more second. Still have Mike Evans, and they also picked up Chris Olave from Ohio State. Very heavy wide receiver draft this year, uh, but. I think the only thing that could derail their chance of making a Super Bowl is the the uh, Ryan Jansen is out for the season, but I still think they're still going to win the division. I just don't know if they'll be able to beat the Rams. But I honestly, Tom Brady is one of those guys that he he likes to you know go out there and beat you after you beat them. So I I, I know that's cliche of me to say Brady Brady's like that, but. He is like that. Seven-time Super Bowl champion, uh, greatest quarterback of all time, unanimous. There's actually not an argument. It's actually factual. Um, and then, then second, we have the New Orleans Saints. And then um, I think they're going to be a potential playoff team, especially adding Tyron Matthew on defense. And then also offensively, I mean, as long as they're healthy, as long as they have – Camara, as long as they have Jameis Winston, and most of all, as long as they have Michael Thomas, and I think a guy to look out for this year is Jarvis Landry, because I said it earlier, whenever you have two incredibly skilled wide receivers, when you have Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, that can only go right, unless there's injuries, of course, but that can only go right, and expect one of them to have a, a really good year, or like a career resurgence for Jarvis Landry, who's had injury troubles, and uh, just sadly got the Browns bug, but um, anyways, this goes on to the Carolina Panthers, which will be competitive, like, I, like you said, they're top-heavy, but I do think that their wide receiver core is one of the better in the league with Terrence Marshall, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore. And then I think Baker Mayfield's due to have a good season. He's getting too much heat for having a bad year. Meanwhile, he had a destroyed sol- shoulder. As long as he's fully healthy, he's going to be a good quarterback in the league. I have I have uh, faith that he'll be fine and pick it up to where he left off a couple seasons ago. 
Uh, Browns kind of just kicked him off to the curb. Uh, people were forgetting that he literally beat the St- he and the Browns beat the Steelers on the Steelers turf, and I think it's gonna be a career resurgence for him. I think that I think the Panthers are still gonna be a solid team. Don't like, I can't guarantee that they'll make the playoffs, but honestly, if the Saints have injuries again this year, there's no reason why they can't finish in second. But if you're just going for fully healthy, I'm banking on the Saints to be second in the division and them third. And then he already went over the Falcons. Marcus Mariota had a great rookie year. We already talked about that. Uh, but I think Mariota, I mean, I think, he, like you said, he's a solid backup. But he's more of like a, like a really good college quarterback, especially for Oregon. And then losing Ridley hurts Pitts. Pitts is, like you said, top tight end. But when that's your best offensive option, you're not going to do much. And then lastly, we're going to go to the last division that we haven't hit yet, the uh, NFC West. And then I think the Rams have a very strong – I think we could have – I think we could honestly have an L.A. versus L.A. Super Bowl between the Rams and the Chargers. And um, I think with Cooper Cup and then adding Allen Robinson, and then on the defense you add Bobby Wagner to an already stacked defense with, you know – Aaron Donald as well. Still have Cam Akers back. Give me the Rams one. And then second, I think the Cardinals and 49ers have virtually tied. But I'm going to go with the Cardinals second. I think it just depends on how Trey Lance plays. But for now, I'm going to go Cardinals. What's really going to – I think this might really hurt my prediction is just the fact DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. But I still think that the Cardinals and Kyler Murray – just have enough to edge out the 49ers for the time being. And uh, I think their defense is still pretty solid, too, with Buda Baker and J.J. Watt. So I guess they'll go second. 49ers, I think Trey Lance is going to be a great quarterback in the league. But as of right now, I just, I don't know. I, Trey Lance is good. You know, you still have, you know, Curtis, you still have Samuel, you'll still have Bosa. On, and then you have Bosa on the defensive side. I, I, Tebow Samuel was was incredible last year. It, we we saw something like you really see is like how impor, um, pr- impressive he was as a running back and a wide receiver. So I think that's something you're gonna start seeing in the NFL more and more now. Is just that like kind of combo of doing both. And uh, but I think this year I just I just don't know. I just I just don't know because Garoppolo and Lance kept switching up. I think it's hit or miss. It's if Trey Lance lives up to his potential. It's rather he's going to have a really good breakout season this year or next year. And I just think the Cardinals edged him out slightly for now. And then last, I have the Seahawks. Right now, Geno Smith is their starter last season. Statistically, he had a great year, but if you just go off the eye test, I don't know if he's uh, he's not like an everyday starting quarterback. And um, I think, yes, you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's in Noah Fant. Skill-wise, that's a great core, but their defense is is very weak this year, and uh, you know you lose Bobby Wagner, who is your franchise. He's really one of the last remaining from you know the Legion of Boom era. I think they're last in that division, and I think they're one of the weaker teams in the NFC. Uh, but you know I do think the Falcons and Bears are below the Seahawks just because the Seahawks still have that that skill set. You know they still have skill on their team at least. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Rams. I think they're the favorites to repeat uh, for the, the division. I honestly, I'm moving back to the Super Bowl as well. Honestly, I just don't think. 
listen, if you look at the AFC compared to the NFC, the AFC is a lot better overall. There's a, literally a case we made that maybe 10 to 12 teams from the AFC can make the playoffs. The NFC is kind of a, a little bit more muddied as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, you got the Bucks, uh, Packers, and Rams, and that's pretty much everyone else. So, I mean, I don't know. But the Rams, to me, uh, getting Allen Robinson with Cooper Cup, it's a pretty solid duo. and It might be the best duo in the NFL by the end of the year when it's all said and done. So, listen, I have them repeating. Uh, I actually have the 49ers in second place. Uh, the 49ers are pretty much returning everyone from last year. I think Trey Lance when it's all said and done, will also be an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, I think they've pretty much run their course with Jimmy G. And you don't draft someone number three overall, just to have him sitting on the bench every year. That's just kind of really stupid. And I think he's ready to play this year. Now, I'm not going to say he's going to win MVP, but I think he's going to be very good. And, you know, when you have Debo Samuel, George Kittle, uh, Brandon Nayuk, uh, Elijah Mitchell, they got another running back from the draft as well. So they're going to be very good, I think, the 49ers. Defensively as well, they're going to be good. Like, that's just not really a question or a concern for me. As long as they don't get the injury bug, I think they'll be all right. And then, to me, for third, I have the Cardinals. Just a lot of distractions going on in the offseason. Kyler Murray situation. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be suspended the first six games of the season. That's going to hurt in some degree. I know they got uh, Hollywood Brown in the trade with the Ravens, but I just think there's a lot of distractions going on. A lot of question marks surrounding Kyler Murray's, um, whether he's all in with the Cardinals or not, and then their coach I'm just not really a big fan of either. Um, just really never had much success in college. Uh, so I, I have them finishing third. They're going to be competitive. They're not They're not an awful squad, but it's just, I don't know. It's just usually when you have that much distractions, it's kind of hard to shut all that off and play football at a high level. Just my opinion. And then in fourth place, I have the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, listen, you trade your franchise quarterback away, and when you hear guys think that both their quarterbacks are number one starters, whether it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke, that might be the worst quarterback situation in all football uh, this year, honestly. Uh, I, I like Geno Smith. I like Drew Locke as backups. They're not starters. They're they're not. And another team you can throw in the ring of fire who will be competing for the C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young sweepstakes, the Seattle Seahawks. I like what they did defensively, though. Um, Boye Mafe from Minnesota. I think it's a solid pick. Offensive line as well, Charles Cross. Like, the Seahawks have talent still. It's not like they're devoid of any talent. You know, D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, still there. Uh, you know, Rashad Penny, uh, still there. They also, I think they drafted uh, Kenneth Walker III. I like that pick. It's just, to me, it's, they're they're trying to do it old school. Who cares about the quarterback? Let's just play de- good defense and uh, run the ball. And I understand that but we're in 2022 this isn't the year 2000 where you have Trent Dilfer as quarterback um their defense isn't going to be number one either I don't think so there goes that theory and there goes that um notion so you you just can't win anymore like that legitimately year after year you have to have a franchise quarterback like that, that's just that's that's the deal you have to have someone that's elite and that can move in the pocket Otherwise, you might as well just uh, wrap up the season and just not even show up the games. Like, I'm just being serious. Like, if they legitimately think that that style of play is going to win them games, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. So that's all i got to say about the Seahawks.
Yeah. And uh, for those of you, and I'm assuming most of you know, there's 32 teams in the NFL. And we talked about all 32. And uh, I think one of the teams we talked about least was the Buccaneers just because they have Tom Brady. Let me let you know. But uh, anyways, that's uh, that's all we have for you today. And yeah, uh, my, my voice is, uh, you know, hour 15 minutes, man. Yeah, but uh, anyways, you can find us on Spotify or any podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever your podcast plug is. My voice is uh, hitting the wall, too. As well. <laughs> <laughs> that that was Justin's voice hitting the wall. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, thank you for joining me, Justin, on another great episode of the Rossetti and Stewart podcast. Uh, you, you, bet, you betcha, man. You betcha. It's you know it's always fun to do these you know that's for sure so uh, let's go Bucks. If you're not a Bucks fan, uh, which Bucks are we talking about? Pirates? Tampa Bay. Let's go. Oh, let's go Bucks. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say we talk about the Pirates a lot, so but we'll go with the Buccaneers. All right, let's go Bucks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>